Why he fighting fighting this? Why? What? 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 What, what is his goal? Yo, yo, welcome back to the Immigrant Section. As always, if you're listening on uh, Apple or Spotify, click that follow. Give it five stars, you know. Uh, let's spread the Immigrant Section. Let's tell people about it. Say something nice, five stars. It helps with the algorithm and stuff. And remember, full episodes come out on YouTube the Wednesday uh, after the Tuesday when they're released. So check out full episode videos. And uh, now, yeah, you can check out the, all my episodes and everything on the sonarnetwork.com. I am part of them. But uh, enough of all that. I'm sitting today with uh, a special guest. Please put it together for my man, Chris Robinson. Hey, what's good, bro? How are you, man? Good. I, I appreciate you coming already. through. That's your water. Yeah. That's not even my water. <laughs> shit, man. That's my shit right here, man. Damn. Yo, I appreciate you coming through, man. Oh, yeah, of course. Bro, man. I've Thank been you. trying to get you on this podcast for a minute, probably around episode 20. Damn, it's been that long, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while, but... Um, you know, life's hectic and shit. Yeah, I know. Man, <laughs> we're all doing our own shit. But yeah, if you're from London, listening to this, if you remember my callback comedy show that obviously got canceled because of COVID, Chris was the headliner. If you saw those posters and shit, he was the guy that was supposed to headline that show. And obviously COVID went ahead and fucked all that shit up. Man, huh? I had so many sick gigs in March, too. It was like... Gonna be one of the best months for comedy, and then April too. I was like getting so pumped, getting ready for spring, and then all this shit hits. Bro, man, I fucking I finally got my yucks showcase on March thirty first. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, I'm prepping and shit, and uh, obviously that <laughs> that was like that's pretty much to like get with yuck yucks comedy, the comedy club. Why don't you uh, see if you can, you can do a, a Zoom showcase? Is that a, is that a, are you fucking no. around? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, fucking around right, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that Ryan at Bankus' protest show? Oh yeah, yeah. What's happening? He noticed me. I noticed him. But whatever, man. That's yeah. all good. Yo, let me just say this. When I first moved to Toronto, in uh, I moved. I started going to comedy in Toronto at the end of 2017. I moved here in 2018. But when I first moved to Toronto. My introduction to you was going down Bloor and your big ass billboard for Humber. Okay, I'm right. Oh, I'm like, yeah, yo. So yeah, when yeah. I first moved to Toronto, I'm like, so this is the boy, huh? This is him. <laughs> and it's you in a fucking jean jacket looking tough as shit. I'm like, yo, this is the comedy guy here, right? Yeah, that was sick. They didn't even tell me that I was on that. Yeah, well, I had no, dude, because you were, I'm in the open mics and you're yeah. past that. So I, I didn't even see you in the scene for a minute. I just saw your billboards, like, building up this nigga in my head. Like, yo, this guy, he does he floats or some shit, but I don't even know, right? Those jokes. But that's, and then I saw you at the Underground Comedy Club taping your album, like, a year ago or some oh, shit. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Amazing comic. This guy actually just dropped an album. Uh, it's called... Um, Gut Buster Volume 1. Gut Buster Volume 1. Super hip-hop, yeah. like, chameleon early 2000s album <laughs> yeah. cover style. Yeah, I want that, uh, that cash money... You know, no limit records, like kind of vibe. You know, dude, you like, fucking uh, killed it. Who's your artist? Oh, it was a uh, Big Norm. Oh yeah, Big Norm's an artist. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, shit, he, like graphic. He, yeah, yeah. He oh, did, he designed the poster and everything. Yeah, and all his and stuff girl, he does. My girl took the photos of it. Oh fuck yeah, man! The do rag you just that came out of your drawer, right? That, oh yeah, yeah. I had the, the shit you had. had the grills. <laughs> I had to put on the chain, shit like that. But um, dude, that's fu- yo. Bring up your mic just a little bit. I know I told you it's cool down there, but uh, there. Yeah, go. just lock it in. It keeps falling. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Right Sick. Tight. Yeah, I'm gonna have those like flexible handle things that all the proper people have. But did I tighten it? Now? Until then. I don't know if I yeah. tightened it or I loosened it. Uh, just go this way. That way. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. There we go. We good. Okay. We awesome. Awesome. We back. We back. We back. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah, man. How's COVID been for you? We were just talking about it. Fuck, man. It's been uh, you know, ups and downs like everybody else. No. But um, for the most part, though, I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go back to work. <laughs> yeah, fuck, dude. I could see that. Man. I mean, like, I want to go back to stand-up work and like entertainment work and stuff like that. But like, day job shit. Yeah, you know, I'll hold off. You, you, you have a, you have a family, pretty much. You have a son. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have a son. Yeah. So you could. Are you at a point where if you didn't have your son and you weren't kind of living with uh, your lady, you could just live off of the comedy and entertainment earnings, nigga? I'd be balling. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Unfortunately, that's all. Yeah, yeah. I, I was so wondering. That's say, but that, like I know every now and then I'm like, oh man, if I didn't have a family and stuff, I'd be fucking caked. I'd be balling. But at the same time, though, I'm like, I wouldn't have a lot of this stuff if I didn't have my kid, which is is crazy too. A hundred percent, man. Like it's all connected. Oh yeah, it's crazy because I didn't um, like I didn't get just for laughs. The only reason I got just for laughs, I'll tell you, is because I. Me and my girl were on a road trip in the States. She got pregnant on the road trip, so we had to come back early. And then because we came back early, I got to do the showcase for Just for Laughs that I wasn't intending to do. And then I, you booked, got it. I booked it on that showcase. Oh, fuck. And I was like, oh, shit. I wouldn't the have universe. got this shit unless yeah. I knocked my girl up and like have my kid. That's sick. So, yeah, it's crazy. What were you doing in the States? First time, it was just a road trip. You were just like The whole States? Yeah. Yeah, we did like a third. Sick. I think we... We hit like 25, 26 different states or something like that. Do you do the loop like to Florida, then to Cali, and then yeah, like, yeah, like kind exactly. of thing? Yeah, yeah. The we perimeter? Went, yeah, yeah. Perimeter That's, and then back through like middle America and shit. Did you line up shows or mics or anything? Yeah, or yeah. I did it? like some mics and like some random shows here and there and stuff That's like that. sick, man. Yeah, it was dope. Dude. It was cool just to like see the whole city and like I was so nervous too. Because being black? Through, yeah, just yeah, being black yeah, yeah, and yeah, like yeah. with a white girl yeah, and like yeah, 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 driving yeah. through the south yeah. or like... You know, rural places and stuff like that. Like, I was pretty pretty nervous. Where did but, you go uh, in the south? I went to... Like, actually get out and feel it, not just, like, drive through it. Uh, Charlotte, does that count as the south? Like, Charlotte, North, North Carolina. North Carolina, yeah, that's yeah. south. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so, they're Tiki Torch capital, bro. That, oh, yeah, that's true. South yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so... They're north, but still just as hateful as... <laughs> you know what I mean? They're pretty yeah. hateful for how north they are, you know? Yeah, I know. It's like, yeah, come it's on, weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know, that's... I guess that's like what that was the Mason Dixon line something like that, right? Yeah, there? yeah, they're above that. So, above it, okay. aren't they? Mason Dixon lines like know. Texas. Actually, I'm. I have no idea. I'm not. <laughs> let's just give none of us really know. That. Yeah, we're not. We don't know <laughs> yeah, what the fuck just we're move on. Anyway, uh, we we stopped in Charlotte, uh, Atlanta, South Carolina. Yo, how was Atlanta? I've been uh, Atlanta. What's it called um, Char- Charleston. Uh, Atlanta was sick. Atlanta was sick. Yeah, yeah, it was dope. Fuck, Atla- it was, honestly. No, something that weird was just weird to me, like something I never seen. I've never seen so many abandoned cars on the side of the highway as in oh, Atlanta. Bro, you just got to go to Detroit to see that. <laughs> but yeah, but people just they don't have the money to tow either, so they just yeah. dip. I know. Detroit, I'm like, there's the just same like shit. people. Are just, I'm like, there's just cars literally like along the side of the road. I'm like, what the fuck? I used to live in Detroit in the Detroit area for three years doing engineering work. Yeah, and. Uh, Bro, you would go by the same... It'd be the same car for seven days, eight days. Oh, yeah. Old beat-up cruise or, like, some fucking, like, Dodge Neon or some oh, shit. Oh, like yeah, yeah. done, gone. Something mash-up. Yeah, yeah, the window's broken now on day three. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, people are, like, looking inside. 
You're just watching it, man. The the states is a whole different playing field, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, I like I was I wasn't there dude. for a long period of time. We were there for like three months driving through. So like, you know, luckily I never experienced anything that was like really bad or or fucked up. Do you remember what Chappelle said? I heard somebody said? get murdered. That you heard them up. be murdered? I heard the shot, and then we checked the news the next day, and they're like, yeah, somebody got murdered like a block away from our Airbnb. Damn. That was pretty fucked up. Yeah, but yeah. It, that's fucking, that makes you feel a little bit more legitimate as a black person, weirdly enough, right? <laughs> You're like, yeah, 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 yeah I was yeah, there, with, I was there with the nigga guy. I was yeah. out in Kansas City. You know how it is. <laughs> out here on the block. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's like, it, one time I was living in Detroit and there's a really ghetto road. I forget what it's called, but I just moved Eight there. Mile? No, no, no. Eight miles, like, long. One end of it is ghetto. One end of it is not. Seven mile, all these areas. Uh, they have ghetto. They're so long. One end is ghetto. One end is not. Like, Eglinton <laughs> is not all ghetto, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, some of them is actually pretty nice. And yeah. some stretch of shit. <laughs> Eight miles like that, too. But I forget what the street was called. The point is I wanted to take a... I was new to the area. I wanted to take a new road home. You know, new to the area, you want to take yeah. different routes, see the place. And I wanted to take it, and I was like, fuck it. It's dark. It goes through a sketch area, whatever. The next day, I'm eating breakfast at the hotel. I was staying at the first month in a hotel while I look for a place. The next day, I'm eating breakfast, watching the news. Fucking double murder on that road. Jesus On Christ. that road that night. Jesus I'm Christ. like, shit. <laughs> Fuck, man. I'm like, I'm fucking eating my fruit bowl like I avoided that <laughs> shit, you know? It's funny, but it makes you feel close, so close. They, like, that kind of shit happens so often in the States. You realize just how peaceful it is here in Canada. Oh, yeah, yeah. It makes you realize that. Yeah, and it kind of, I don't know. Sometimes makes me empathize with some people who are strapped up in the States. It's like, you know, I'm not like a gun nut or anything, but when everybody fucking has them, you're like, I, don't, I guess I should get one too. You know, it's like, I don't want to be the only one without it. Yeah, exactly. It's like when the i when the iPod came out, those niggas that were still with MP3 players and <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, man, get the fuck shit out. Yeah, exactly. I know. Show people, me the wheel. <laughs> people feel like that with phones and shoes. It's like you're not gonna feel like that with guns when everyone else has a gun. Man, it's uh, I worked in the states. Would go to Tennessee all the time for work in Tennessee. All of the people I work with, and they're all engineers, all like 22, 23 Jeeps, whatever, normal cars, normal guys. All of them gun nine millimeter or Glock in the glove compartment. Every one of them. Oh yeah. And I'm like, I, man, um, this is, I kind of want that. On our road trip, we stopped at um, this friend of the family, like a friend of my girl's family's. Yeah. And um, they live in like, I forget what it's called, but it's like maybe 30 minutes outside of Detroit. Like and, Royal uh, Oak or Auburn Hills or? I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, Livonia. But like some like suburb outside of Okay, yeah. There. Troy. Maybe even like more than suburb, like kind of a little bit rural. And um, we're there eating dinner and stuff, and they're just telling us, like, all the guns they have and stuff. And they have, like, they go out shooting in the summertime. It's like, bring your kid next time and everything. I'm like, okay, yeah, we'll see. And uh, while we're eating, the son's like, yeah, I keep a gun on me all times. I'm like, what do you mean, like, all times? He's like, pulls out a gun. We're like, bro, we're having lasagna right now. Like, Why did you need to be strapped up? In case shit was going down during this fucking Italian dinner. Like, That's relax, That's so bro. fucking funny, man. It's I insane. could see that, too. Just like, and then his dad would be like, Steven. You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Yeah. Nope. He's like, hey, it's my right. It's my <laughs> yeah. right. Got my truck and I got my gun. God bless him. He takes after yeah. his father I'm or like, some shit. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I go, fuck. Everybody should. But I'm like, it's, it was sick, though. I'm like, can I see you? all your guns? Yeah, like, yeah. exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm then they like, brought out like a, a bulletproof yeah. vest and yeah. like got all these guns. I'm like holding it up. You took pictures for sure. I'm in like rap videos You took pictures for sure. Oh, 100% I did. <laughs> Man, I love that shit. 
Oh, yes. I miss the States a little bit. Actually, if the borders weren't closed, me and my girl wanted to do the exact same thing. Oh, yeah? I was like, yo, let's go on a, uh, before they close the borders and stuff like that. All I want to do is just like get in my car. Like I have a diesel car. So yeah. I'm already equipped for a fucking road trip, right? Why does diesel just run? It longer? just runs like it's super fuel efficient. Oh, really? I didn't super know that. Super fuel efficient, and it's uh, it's cheaper. Like diesel feels cheaper. What right if now. you put regular gas in your car? What if it, it fucks up? it up? Oh, it fucks yeah? it up. Yeah, I I haven't done it. It'll but ruin it completely. That's what someone told me. Like if you put if you fill the tank, they, there's something that could be done to pump it and like flush the system, mm. but it might. I could also seeing it just fucking ruining it. I don't know. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I I have no idea. Yeah. Kevin Solo, the comedian in Toronto, he's a huge diesel guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's obsessed with diesel. diesel. Yeah. I told him my fucking side mirror busted when I went to see the guy yesterday, and uh, he just links me all these like solutions for how to fix it. I'm like, oh yeah. He told. I know. Actually, in it. <laughs> one time I got like a dent, and he's like, buddy, you should have came to me. Everyone sucked it out, or like he has something to do. I'm like, what? Okay. He found my model and gave me. He's like, if you can't find, I busted my side mirror backing in, yeah. and I'm like, I can't find it at a junkyard. So it gives me two links of people who are parting out the same car. So they they totaled the front end, but a bunch of the components are still fine. Yeah. So he's like. Here, these two are good. This one's even the same color as yours. I'm like, damn, this guy. Oh, shit. Like two minutes after I left, I'm like, this guy's the shit, man. Wow, that's sick. I love it. I lo- yeah. Actually, I, I, I really miss the stand-up community around here, man. Oh, that, yeah, of course. That's why it was It was actually, I'm like, I'm not the most, uh, I'm a little, I'm like a weird introvert, extrovert. So when we went to Ben Bankus's, uh if you're in Toronto, you see that protest show we did in the field a couple weeks ago. I posted a thing of it. Everybody was in attendance there, right? Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And I'm just yeah. like, that's tough for me to just be like, see 40 people I used to say hi to. I was kidding. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just like, yo, what's up? <laughs> that's a lot. But I, yeah. I did miss it. You realize it's like, it's almost like high school cafeteria vibe immediately. You know? Yeah. Like, yo, what's well, up? Well, yeah, you know, it's like something where you just like, yeah, you haven't seen people in a long time. So you, it's nice to see familiar faces, you know? Even if it's like, even if you don't talk to everybody or like anything like that, it's still nice to just. It's a homey feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. To feel the, the communal communal feeling, you know. What? So, what do you think is gonna happen with stand up, man? I keep hanging out with Conrad Ose and uh, some of these people that are like, man, stand up is never gonna be like they're doing like this. Man, stand up is done or saying no. something. I mean, I feel like I'm it's like, a matter what? of time. Yeah, it's just a matter of time before everybody like we realize, okay, shit's like died down this isn't a threat anymore we can open shit up i i, I feel like it's a matter of time because like it's not like they didn't have like performances and stuff when like the flu everything the influenza yeah. happened before 9 11 you know? or like every time there's a thing where it's like entertainment is done man it's an emergency mode it no. always comes back of course because people want it you know it's like we're not just gonna sit around like when you do when we've been doing these shows like you really feel the energy of how much people like really want and need need that, this, you know? Yeah, that because laugh, they need that a release. Social, yeah, they need a a live thing to do with like a bunch of people because I don't know, there's just something you get out of it when you're experiencing something together, you know? It makes you feel alive. It's a memory. Number mm-hmm. one, yo, remember that show last week? Yo, that was jokes. That and we're and we're given a different perspective that's just shown on the news twenty four seven, you know? It, exactly. Like, it's not just like death, doom. Yeah, it's like yeah. Now exactly. we're laughing. That's doom, but here's a punchline. Yeah, it's it, like, yeah, we got a word mask, but uh, look at this lady. Like, hear about this lady. Like, you know, it's just like some yeah. weird shit that you make up or some. Man, and and people have to remember too. Yeah, you want to like that? Yeah, you can. our man, a roll something nice. Go for it, bro. Okay, it's bro. all set. We're all good. But um, what was I gonna say? Like, 
people have to remember too that comedy for a lot of venues that house comedy, they do it not because of their love of the art. They do it to make money. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have a dead night and they have a comic running a show. They're doing it just for the purpose of getting people to their bar. Comedy oh, is business. So as soon as the law allows people to be in the bar, bartenders are, are going to, or sorry, the owners are going to be like, okay, what's a slow day? What are our options for bumping it? Is it trivia? Is it comedy? Is it music? What is it? Like, oh, yeah. Karaoke comedy or is shit. a moneymaker for these businesses. Yeah, 100%. And it's cheap too, you know. It's like it's not like a band where you have to have like five people come in. It's gonna be noisy. The drummer's shit. tires flat. There's or like some all shit. this shit. Yeah. yeah, there's like, you know, stand-ups like, all right, you get a mic. I'm gonna find four degenerates and we'll talk in a shit. second. In yeah. a second, I'll find <laughs> yeah, them. In yeah. a second, you'll you'll book you'll book your acts or whatever. But everybody knows if you can't make the show, I'll replace you in one minute. I can email or text anybody and they're down. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, yeah, show. Oh yeah, roaches. <laughs> oh, that's nice. So, bro, I gotta ask. So, if for those of you who don't know Chris Robinson, he is the recipient of the Sirius XM Top Comic Winner of Canada, 2016 or 2017. Yeah, yeah, 16. Yeah, yeah. And nigga yeah. got twenty five thousand. Hey, Yo, hey, so I gotta hey, know, bro. Hey, did they give hey, you in a check? Hey, How did it go? What? Tell me. <laughs> How did it get spent? It was. You still have it? What? Half of it was cash in a briefcase. The other half was in straight up opium. Legit, huh? <laughs> Just straight up yo, opium. Yo, man, JFL doesn't or like, serious XM don't play. Yeah, they're like, yo, you can flip this, okay? <laughs> then just give us a little cut back and you keep the rest. <laughs> no, it was a check. It was a regular size check. But it was tax, like, do they tax winnings like that? Do they tax them like income? How do no, I just put it in my bank. It was just 25,000. Just 25, straight in the bank. Did you have a party? Um, after I won, I went to the corner and then like some people pulled up, some comics pulled up. The corner like, comedy club in Toronto. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, um, I just like bought some drinks for everybody. We just, you know, that yeah, sounds that like a it. celebration, man. God yeah, damn. it was sick, man. It was like, yo, our boy just won in my life. Our boy just won $25,000 from his comedy hobby. You know, at the beginning, yo, actually, <laughs> So you started young as fuck. You're like yeah. you you have like a Chappelle's yeah. style. Well, uh, yeah, that's the thing. It was like it was never a hobby, you know. No, I'm that's saying that's thing. it's not. But that's yeah. how people be like. So when uh, what's uh, next? What's uh, so what besides this like type of thing? Did people? Oh, yeah. Did people actually totally accept you doing the art from the get go? Or I mean, like some people like, but a lot of friends like because I started so young. So the only people who like. It was like even like my parents and like a couple of my friends, you know, a couple of my friends were like, really? That's what you want to be a comedian? You're like, you're not even that funny, you know? And yeah. Like, friends like, are out. 17. How old are you? Uh, I was 18. I, think when I was started. nine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I went to Humber. So I went like yeah, straight, yeah, yeah. straight out of high school. Dude. And um, but yeah, like I've had so yeah, a couple of people are like, you're not you're not that funny. But like I also had a teacher in high school who really encouraged me to pursue it. Like my drama teacher. So she like, she, there's always she the really, one who sees it. Yeah, exactly. Because like, my family didn't really want me to do it, and like you know, I had some friends who, you know, kind of talk shit about it and stuff. But um, yeah, my 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 teacher was always like Miss Stapleton. She was always like, she's like, you can do something. Like, that's fun. I love it. Follow you, your dreams, you know. You have a couple of teachers you remember that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Unlike Biggie, who was like, for all the teachers that told me I'd never amount to nothing. You're like, damn, bro, you had a rough. You'll never be yeah. anything. Yeah. Big. 
I mean, he was selling crack, but... Yeah, but only to pay for his daughter's <laughs> <Yeah>. earrings <laughs> for the song. <laughs> I know. I often think about that line, and I'm like, I wonder how I would feel if there's guys selling crack in front of my house and be like... I I, pro- I wouldn't snitch on him. Conf- I definitely no. wouldn't call him or snitch on him, but I'm like, it's not good. Yeah, right? I don't want it here. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are like, well, no, what man, are you trying to make money if you my daughter. I'm like, yo, you're selling crack to my son. <laughs> what the fuck? Who also needs earrings. You know what I mean? So this is just a huge problem. Uh, for you, uh, do you know what, remember how long you were doing comedy before you had that first uh, legitimizing thing that made your whole family be like, oh, okay, Chris is on the path. Well... Well, most of my family still doesn't really like fuck. That's hilarious. <laughs> like I remember one time Mo, Mo Ismail came over to like my grandma's house and he was like trying to tell her how uh, he's like, yo, Chris is like, he's really funny. You know, he's like, you know, some people say he's like one of the best like in the country and stuff. He's really funny. She's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm like, <laughs> like, unless I'm like going to nothing, church, nothing, they don't yeah. give a fuck, you know? Yeah. But um, the first thing that like made me feel really validated in comedy was um probably like the first time i did the nubian show or something like that you know and then um after that it was like you get it's weird in comedy you get little nuggets you know yeah it's like you'll have one thing in like two years you're like oh fuck that went so good and like i've been working so hard for this and i finally got to do it and i'm so happy about it it's like, and then you don't have anything for another year. And then you wake up the next morning and it's... Yeah, it's like you're back... St- fucking, stayed. Yeah, you're back at HMV yeah. asking people if they want their CD <laughs> in a bag or if they have their own bag. If they want fucking pure card points. Bro, the first time I did Nubian and I've only done it once, you know I got booed off, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I heard about Yo, that. Yo, and not only that, it's funny you tell a Moe Smile story. And Moe Smile, by the way, he's he did this podcast, he killed... Uh, yeah, I cut a clip from it that was like, uh, he did a, th- a thing on how to haggle in Arab countries. Yeah. I put it on YouTube and it blew up and I put his name on it and everything. But uh, he's hilarious and he's coming back on. But right after I bombed and I walked off stage, he was the first person around my, like right there. You know how it's like yeah. the aisle. Yeah. I'm back. And, and I made it six minutes into the set i only got booed my last minute okay Not, yeah, yeah. i didn't get booed up front yeah, yeah i just started tripping and getting scared and yeah oh, I too know, long. I know you know how it goes yeah yeah but first person to my side moist smile right away he goes bro don't even sweat it man chris robinson this person he started naming people that also got booed <laughs> don't even man it's all bro it's all you man trust me it's all you don't even and then uh anthony Engelbrecht comes up to me he goes why'd you show them fear you showed them fear. Why? You step back. Why'd you show fear? I'm like, bro, give me a second. You're man. like, just relax. Give me a second. Can I just fucking process my own? Because you know demise? when they boo you at Nubian, the it's DJ horrible. drops the music. So I'm trying to like rebut in the beginning of the boo, think I had beat the boo, but the DJ drops the beat louder than you can talk. So and Kenny doesn't come up. He's just looking at me like this. Yeah, he's like, soak it in. Yeah, Kent. you better soak in the bomb. Oh, You're like, oh. oh it was yeah, rough. I know. My my bomb happened. It was like a couple of years into me doing the Nubian show, and um, you got cocky or what? Yeah, I got cocky. And the thing is, is the month before I headlined it for the first time, and I killed it, and it was amazing. I felt on top of the world. I'm like, fuck. I'm like, it's like now it's ten minutes, whatever. Yeah, right? yeah. And then so the next show, I'm like. I'm like, I already headlined this show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, I'm coming in hot and like I'm sick. <laughs> and then um Cypher Sounds was on the show too. 
I don't even know who that is. Cypher Sounds? He was, um, he's a comic Canadian now. Comic? But he used to, no, 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 he's from the States. Oh. But um, he used to be Dave Chappelle's DJ on Chappelle Show. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Oh, the guy with the headband. Yeah, but yeah. Every yeah. DJ ever had a headband, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh, he's a comic now, too. He's, he's, he's doing really well. Sick. And, um, Cypher Sounds. So he went up before me, and he was, like, just smashing. And then I kind of just, you know, I just swagger jacked, kind of, you know? like. Oh, you walked on too much swag? I swagger jacked him. Like, the vibe that he was doing, I tried to kind of, like, continue play, it. Continue his oh. vibe, you know? Mm. Instead of, like, setting a, setting a clean slate and being like, yo, this is me, I kind of just... You know, I, I I was kind of coming in with his energy. It wasn't a natural energy. Yeah, I could yeah. tell I was trying too hard. You know, it's like following Big Norman coming in with a song or like dancing in. Yeah, it. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then the set was just like okay, and like it wasn't really hitting and stuff. <laughs> and then um, they didn't really boo me until the end, when like I said some <laughs> joke that didn't go over at all. <laughs> and then I was like, all right, well, you know, tonight I um I had fun, but. You guys suck, so you can suck my dick. <laughs> I gave him the finger. I gave the crowd the finger. And there's like, boo! <laughs> boo! <laughs> I just felt it coming up. I'm like, ah! Oh, God. Wait, in your head, did you think, like, the non-giving a fuck uh, of it, with people would be like, ah, fuck you? So or did I, you actually be like, oh, uh, well, you just pissed. thought it was done? You thought- I, I knew I bombed, yeah. but they weren't even, they weren't booing me yet. And I was just like, ugh, fuck this. Yeah. And then you accepted the bomb already. I accepted it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the boo is actually almost like a, a cherry on top in a weird way, right? Kind of. Like <laughs> I was like, just give it to me. Yeah. Right. Just fucking do it already. All right. <laughs> That's amazing, man. You know what's weird for me? So I had a. I was an engineer first, and then I was doing an engineering job. And yeah. at night, I would do open mics. Oh wow. Yeah. And then I got laid, and I used to live in the States. I used to live in Cali, in San Francisco, like in the Silicon Valley. And you started doing stand-up there? I started in Detroit. Mm. So I lived in the States three years. The first two years and a bit, I was right outside Detroit, right where your girl's like family is. Yeah. There's a lot of Troy, Madison Heights. I lived there. And then working automotive. And then I went to Cali to work for Silicon Valley. Mm. For like eight months. And, and in Detroit, I did an open mic once a week on Mondays when I first started. Yeah. And I have a sick story I'll tell you that I think you'll appreciate too. Uh, but when I went to San Fran, I started San Fran, their comedy scene is just like Toronto's. Yeah. You can do two open mics pretty much every day except for Friday, Saturday. And then those are the shows for the day, the days for the shows and the clubs. So there's not a lot of open mics. How mic. many clubs is there? Two? They have Punchline, they have Cobbs, which are two big ones. Yeah. And. They may have some other ones that I'm forgetting about right now. Okay. But uh, anyways, when I moved to San Fran and was doing engineering by day, I was doing comedy almost every night. That's when I immersed myself to I realized, oh, to become a comic, you got to grind pretty much. Yeah. You got to be doing this every day almost, right? You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's I was doing it for six months. I, I was like, actually, for one month, I was like every week or some shit. Then I moved there. But anyways, so I got laid off, had to move back to Canada, and pretty much moved to toronto to just do comedy and i got part of actra and trying to do like commercial hustles and stuff like nice. that and you can imagine my immigrant family's like tripping that i left an engineering career to do this and i'm like like i came here when i was six so i'm like oh, fresh yeah. immigrant like the idea of following an art they still don't really understand what i do almost yeah like my brothers and my like my siblings they do they get the stand-up cup but my parents are like 
<laughs> but the first, the, my legitimizing moment for stand-up was when McDonald's booked me for a fucking uh, spicy chicken billboard. Oh, yeah. The spice face. Them seeing me on that billboard to McDonald's legitimized everything I was doing. They, they didn't even give a fuck about stand-up. They're like, it like jumped, it trumped stand-up. They didn't yeah. even care oh, about stand-up. Oh, yeah, 100%. They're like, oh, fuck that. You're doing something out there. Hell yeah. yeah, keep going. Like that kind of vibe. Oh, yeah. It's funny. It had nothing to do with, and I'm grinding open mics and shit. Like, oh, yeah. you think it come from a show? Like, if they see you on TV or in a, on a commercial or a little like random behind-the-scenes thing, even if you're it's just background like, or something. award. Oh, yeah. I know so many people from like, you know, would hit me up. People I've never talked to in years, you know, from high school. Be like, I saw you this like Rogers commercial. Like, oh, man, that's so sick. And so I'm like, oh, yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's the I've had that, too. But the worst is when someone like doesn't have the tact to just not be like, so what's new? <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean, yeah. bro? You yeah. can't start the conversation like that, okay? Come <laughs> yeah. on, man. You—that's like taking a, a, someone into a hostage into a conversation. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. Like, congrats on that. What's happening in the last nine years? You're like, I don't want to catch bro, up, bro, man. I appreciate, like, you know what I mean. Just and I see you. I'm liking up. the pics. Yeah, yeah, I'm liking your shit. Nice cottage, <laughs> you know. The deck. I like the new deck. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> but oh, yeah, it's funny how um, you work so hard in some shit, and then it's some other little thing that. People oh, yeah. accept you for. I know. I like. Um, Wait, you, you're you're the of Jamaican. Like your grandma is like based on her accent. She's like she oh, yeah, came she, here in like mid age or what? Yeah, she came in like. I think she was yeah middle age when she got here. Have you ever so. gone back as like uh, only as a kid? Yeah, like I was like when I was like th- four or something like that. Yeah, maybe four. It's my earliest memories are of Jamaica. Oh, okay, okay. And still to this day, when I like smell certain weed, I'm like. Oh, reminds me of Jamaica. You know? Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Childhood. Legit. As a kid, I'd like when we came back, I'd be like walking to school or something, and I'd smell that smell in the air, and I never knew what it was. But I'm like, why does it smell like Jamaica? Like <laughs> around the high school, whenever I pass it, this is so weird. So, were you born there and you lived there for some years, or no, no, like I was you born here. went there like uh, just for as a, trip. a kid for like the summer or some Ooh. shit? Yeah, okay. And then it, it, you don't know what it is. You smell it around like when I was a kid. I smelled around some grade schools, uh, grade school teachers' cars. Oh yeah, I didn't know it was some smell like, and wow. I didn't have Jamaica. I'm from Sudan, which is like there's no like you'll kill you for weed. You know what I mean? Is like hash there. Yeah, like that. Everywhere you go, where like you can't get weed because of government, hash is always the easy thing for people to have. But like, isn't hash is made from weed though, right? Yeah, but like it's you don't need the living like flower. So in a market that like. You can't always have it, and you just—it's way easier to have like oh, something it's easier like to hide, and hide. Oh, yeah, it doesn't smell. Too, yeah, exactly, right? right? Like weed has a shelf life. If it's in a bag, it's like good for a month or a week or two before it's really dry. Yeah, but hash, hash can go for, a, for They can just try years, actually. Probably, yeah. I don't yeah. even know what the shelf, but it comes like clay, right? Yeah, in all those countries like um, China too and shit like that. They saw like any places that are super stringent against drugs. It seems like hash is always like your option, your yeah, easy yeah, yeah. option. I've never been to uh, to Africa. Yeah. Or I've never, yeah, I've never but been like, over there. I wonder what you would feel as a Jamaican, like going to Africa, but like a Canadian, pretty much a, you're a Canadian guy going. Yeah, to Africa. I'm Canadian. Yeah, yeah. You know? I'm bro. So I'm funny, a Canadian like, guy going. When I go, I've been like when I was a kid, I was born in Sudan. Three, I moved to Oman, like the Middle East, and I and 
we lived there for three years. Then from six, I lived in London, Ontario. From first grade, I yeah. I, I arrived in September, November of first grade in uh, in London, <laughs> and I did it until twelfth grade. Yeah, and then I did university. I did everything here, right? So when I go back to Sudan, I'm like, bro, they just call me like, because uh, it's Arabic, right? They just call me Canada boy. Oh really? You know, you're just Canada boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you're rich right away. Like you're just it's at you know. You're, you're like you no gotta, man, I'm I'm struggling yeah, too. Yeah, literally, literally bro, struggling over like there in a bit. different place. It's, yeah, it's like similar. You do a bit about the hood and shit like that. Oh the yeah, suburbs yeah. versus hood. Same yeah. idea where it's like oh Canada guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're, cause, and we're living in government housing in London, Ontario, right? Yeah. But we go to Sudan like. They're like, oh, the prince is here, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, fuck off. <laughs> oh, man. What's, um, do you have a lot of family in Sudan still? I, all of it. See, that's the thing about Sudanese. That was, I was talking to my buddy about this, actually. So many other cultures, Jamaicans, I think, do this too, and like Caribbeans. They come as like packs. So like your, you'll, your family will be here. Your aunts and uncles will be here. A bunch of people. Yeah. Sudanese and like. Some Somalis, we just come one we one family that can get the fuck out, and we're just in a place with no other family there. Yeah. So we're just getting like the community, but not but other people, they bring like a lot of their family trees like yeah. over. So it's like they already have a community built in, and we weren't, which is kind of like that's something that would have been sick to just yeah. have cousins down the road yeah. or cousins you could drive to. That's something I kind of worry about too, because like I grew up the same way where like. You know, my dad had, uh, my dad is from a family of four, you know, like he has one brother and two sisters and they all have kids. So I had like tons of cousins and stuff like that who we'd visit and shit like that. They're all in Jamaica? Uh, no, they're in like New Jersey. Okay. Okay. And then my mom's like uh, brother and sister live here. So then I'd see those cousins and stuff up here and stuff like that. And like, I always had cousins and like people to hang out with and like people to visit and yeah, stuff like that that's why i'm like that. scared for my son because like i want to move to the states and i want to move to la but then like, i would be like in the same position as your family was we'd yeah. be like the only people with like nobody else basically who was family out there yeah some exactly. friends who are like comics you know but like you're right you're was. right it's tough because uh when you're single you don't have that thought but but yeah that's a really good a family, point you're like, like oh, you shit. really are like is but you know what? Wh- whoever you build your community around, it'll have that vibe. Because yeah. I didn't have the people I went to that lived in that same subsidized neighborhood that were Sudani or Somali or or white or whatever. A bunch of them, we had almost like open door policy. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like it was that's I know how that's how people are with their cousins. Yeah, it's like open door. You can just kind of walk in. It, it you can his mom or his dad could catch me anywhere in the house, and they'd be like. What are you doing down there? Something like that. Yeah. Like you're always can we can find you in here. It's kind of fine. So you have that wherever you go. Yeah. But yeah. like that with family is a built-in community. Like yeah. Cousin, exactly. that's built-in right away. Even if you don't like them, you're at the place. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're always gonna have you know one or two cousins that feels like more than a cousin. You know, it's like even if you only see them randomly, you're like you still feel like a brother, kind of. Yeah. Man. I have some cousins like that. But I. I make like the the friends that like my friends. I literally feel like that. About, oh you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they actually feel like your brothers. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Especially ones who you've known for a long time. Oh, hundred percent, dude. It's it's crazy. Sometimes I just think like it's funny how you can just get picked up from a place. So like, what you want to do to L.A., but we but to immerse yourself in that new place and you can't yeah. look back. 
Yeah, I know. But that's and that's not your hand. I don't think because Canada's open doors. There's biz. There's money for you to be made in Toronto always, and families here. So all like L.A. to Toronto, that's just a five-hour deal. Yeah, exactly. You know it's what not, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like you're going back and everyone is expecting you to like, <laughs> like bring stuff, back bring and stuff, like, and yeah. like elevate the neighborhood and like you know what I mean? Yeah. You have this almost like political responsibility yeah. when you when it's a when the thing it's like the Africa. It's always we always have to come back with nine suitcases of shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Jamaicans. Everyone's are like accounted that. for. Whenever you go back to Jamaica, there's like, expectations. You got to bring like a barrel. Yeah, you know, I'm like a barrel full of shit. You don't have that between America. Uh, going to L.A. to Toronto, I don't expect you to come back with People shit. People do right? sometimes. Yeah, you know, that's if you're gone for a while, though, right? They want me to come back with a barrel of fucking shit that they don't sell here. Yeah, just some Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries <laughs> and some blunt wraps <laughs> and guns. Crunch berries. <laughs> what the fuck is a crunch berry, <laughs> by the way? Is that a real? That's not a real. Yeah, Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries. What's a what's a crunch berry? That's you know, like their you know brand. Captain Crunch. Like the cereal? Yeah. Yes. So then there's Captain Crunch. They have regular Captain Crunch. Then they got Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries, which is just like like a berry type cereal mixed in with the Captain Crunch. But you see, but you you keep saying Crunch Berry. Like, is that a regular berry that exists in nature? Or no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You keep saying it's a. You know what I mean? Like, so that's their branded berry. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm like, what the fuck is a crunch bear? <laughs> <laughs> <Dude. laughs> That's so funny. I must be so high. <laughs> oh, man, the crunch berry. Yeah, well, the um, North Alaskan crunch berry. Uh, but, man. That's so funny. Are you watching Rami? I know your yeah, boy, Dave Mahaj. Oh, yeah, yeah. I watched bro, the first Bro, I'm, as a Muslim, who, someone who grew up, I fuck, bro, when I watched season one, when I watched episode one of season one, yeah. I saluted them. I saluted the show. I was home alone watching it. I saluted it. It was like, it's exactly incredible. what I would, how I would try to depict. If I ever got the funding and the, was driven to write something, that's the best case of what it would have been. Oh, like yeah. How we showed the prayer preparation and the aggressive Egyptian guy. That's real life. That was perfect. Oh, man. It wasn't, that show's incredible. Um, I'm, uh, did you watch season two? No, no, no. I haven't started season two yet. Go, love the sh- season one is incredible. Yeah, and you did you finish season one? Yeah, yeah. With the Egypt and everything. Oh yeah, incredible, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Season two, great. Still love the show. Dave Mahesh is the funniest person in season two. He, yeah, they just he's just doing stand up now. Nice. He's just coming in from the side and and doing like a little rant. That's just kind of like a a bit. Yeah. He, he's comedic relief, but they re- really let him. It's not one line. Like he's yeah. hilarious. It's, I know he had and one. Moa, there's one scene in the first season that he had when like Rami and uh, his friend, I think Steve is his name, the guy in the wheelchair. In the wheelchair, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where they drop them, drop off uh, the girl to the hospital, and Dave is like taking them inside through like the back door because he's like the doctor and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know one of the lines he had is just about <laughs> Steve. It's so funny. He's like, "Fuck, man, he he, he should have been alive. I told you, he should have died four years ago. This guy's <laughs> a fucking devil, man." And it's like <laughs> so funny, just dying. I'm like, yeah, I love it, dude. But season two he's is so good in it, man. It's yeah. so so good to see um, just the glow up, you know. Like me and Dave, like we used to, like when I started comedy, we used to work together at like um, the city sightseeing bus tours, you know. Like Bear Comics used to work there, but like, you know, that's Dave's, that's a Toronto tours where you'd be yeah, like, if yeah, you look to your left and you're funny, and, like giving tours, yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah, or you, you know, we'd like hand out maps on the street corner and shit like that. And, um, would you do your act in the bus? 
I do. I got some jokes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't. I didn't have many clean jokes back then. But oh, okay. Okay. I, <laughs> was Dave doing could, some of his act? I think Dave <laughs> didn't do the tours. Oh, I think okay. he was like, you know, he because you have to remember a lot of facts. Oh, like so he was just giving out the pamphlets and stuff. Yeah. yeah gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But Dave, um, yeah, he was sick, man. I've, I've just seen him grind so hard, you know. He's, and like when you watch somebody just actually, literally, like day in day out, like putting in bear shows doesn't matter where like he was the one who introduced me to doing like just not just regular open mics like he's like go to fucking like poetry open mics and oh, try and get fuck. on there go to yeah. a music open mic yeah. get on there you know anywhere that you can get on stage where people are gonna let you and just like you know bang out you know he well, fathered a lot of people's styles too you know like the ranty kind of like going yeah, style. yeah, yeah. It's the like, momentum thing yeah 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 that that's all dave man straight up bro i'm a huge fan and i've only seen the end product yeah, I've yeah. come into this and I did the plus time comedy anniversary show. Me and Max's show. You came, you did a set. Oh, yeah. Dave yeah. was in town. Yeah, he yeah. did a set. A bunch of people did a set. It was crazy. He goes in, he kills, he's hilarious. And then uh, I'm on a show the next day. He came to Toronto for like four or five days yeah. and he got on, on every show every day. He was at oh, like yeah. four shows a day. I'd be at a mic. He's like, he's like at the show across the mic and then a show. He's at that show. So I was at a show, main stage comedy bar, and he just comes in and he grinds, man. And, he kills. and that's why that's why he's like where he's at because yeah, he fucking I love grinds. That. I remember being in, I stayed with him for like a few times when I was out in L.A. And um, yeah, you know, it's like some shows out there. It's like like he doesn't give a fuck. Like he's someone who we would look at and be like, bro, you're above this show. <laughs> oh like, yeah. He's like, no man, like nobody's above this shit. It's like, everybody needs to work. You always got to be working. You always got to be putting in sets. And it's wow. like, yeah, the hustle is, is in his heart. That's good vibes. And I only wish him happiness. And like I said, season two, he's the funniest person on That's it. That's sick, man. I can't wait to watch that shit. <laughs> My brother just became Muslim. Oh yeah. yeah he yeah. converted to yeah, Islam. Yeah, yeah. That's sick. Yeah. yeah. He's a younger he, older. He is older. Fuck. Is he to marry a chick? Pardon? Is he do, uh, to marry a no, chick no, he converted no, no. to Islam? No, no, no. So he went to prison or what? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, like, right? Like, there, I, no, there's, okay, so come funny. on. But it's jail know, time, marrying a girl, <laughs> or just like, or actually just converting, because I know a white guy who converted to a guy at Islam. They're always the best ones. The people who convert to Islam are always are, the best ones. Oh, yeah, ones. the most, yeah. Are always the best ones. Oh, 100%. The, you know, you'll see. I was just like that, and like, like I grew up Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like same thing. It's like people who grow up in it, and so it's just like, yeah, it's, you know, it's it's whatever. But some people who just, you know, they're in their twenties and they used to fucking do it rob all. houses, yeah. and then they got yeah. caught. And they're like, shit, yeah. I yeah. gotta find God, and then they're yeah. like so hardcore about it. <laughs> Blackmail children. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Fuck. just fucking like horrific person. But you're still Muslim, right? Yeah, like I'm a, I'm like, Muslim is like, I I think of it as like, a, think of that as a spectrum too. Think of it all, you know what I mean? It's like, there's a fully committed doing it by the book and I don't believe, and that's how I was raised in. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe in that anymore. Yeah. I don't believe it as a, as in a literal guidebook. I think of it as a figurative guidebook. Yeah, Because yeah. it's like, it's so weird. Some things we're so exact with. They're like, don't make sure your knees to your belly button are always covered. Pray five times a day, this and that, because this, it'll connect you. Okay, oh, that's all good. But then when you also say, hey, also the earth was made in six days, just so you know. 
per the book. Yeah, that's yeah. what's like. Come on, <laughs> if we have to take that the six days thing as a metaphor, as like he made the earth. Forget about the days. Let's take that as a metaphor. Yeah. And if we take that as a metaphor, we got to take everything as a metaphor. Yeah. We can't be like, okay, this is literal and this is figurative. Yeah. And that's 100%. what's kind of happening. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I, I can't do that. You know. So I'm just like, I'm over here, and I'm like, the even my mom till this day, my mom is very religious, very like non-religious. You yeah. Know? Till this day, every time like I leave the house, she pretty much pleads with me to pray. <laughs> pray for me. Pray for me. I carried you nine years, uh, nine it, months. It's insane yeah, the yeah, amount of guilt me. that yeah. parents try and put on you. I'm like, I'm like, I'm a good person. Isn't that what? Just to be good. Just be a good person. That's that's the end goal of any of these systems yeah, of religion, belief is to yeah. just be a good person. Yeah. So how about let me just f- try to like stop tr- trying to figure out the rule book and just do the do what feels right, you know? Be a decent fucking human. It's not hard, oh, you yeah, know? Of course. It's not hard. It's the and default. And it's like, yeah, and I'll still make mistakes. You'll still make mistakes. Yeah. It's not like anybody who's like in a religion is perfect. It's like, what? No, we we're all still going to fuck up. So in that do I re- do I identify with the Muslim tribe as a tribe? Like that's you, what it is. It's Ramadan a big tribe. Or like that? I did like so many. I haven't recently, but I feel like I'll go back to it. Yeah. Because yeah. I see the benefit of it. Okay. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Because I have boys that like are like me or they're, you know, they're always uh, smoking weed and having a drink pretty often and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And they still go off of it for that month. And I see the benefit and I'm like all open minded, like, man, I'll, I'll do what I want. But I, while I see the benefit that it's happening to them by playing with that, sticking to that rule book there. For that part of it, yeah. has a real benefit. Yeah, you know, but for because I was raised in it so aggressively, it's just like the a sp- bad taste in your mouth, kind of. Yeah, so the pendulum, I I always say pendulum, it swung the other way in the sense I was like, man, this is all, it's all like, there's no God, you know what I mean? Yeah, it swung the other way, and then now it's leveling out where it's like I see why this is sticking to this assures that a, a huge group of people are gonna play ball. Yeah, you know what I mean? When you just need people to like, when you go. You need to like use this form of like religion. Used to be like okay, you do you do business. You buy your food from Muslims. You do so. It's like you're Muslim. I I may not even know the same language, but you're Muslim, right? Okay, you're Muslim. Sick. Okay, you know what I mean. It's yeah. almost like a tribe. So in that sense, I do identify as, a, if as you, a Muslim. If you had a kid, would you raise your kid Muslim? I'd raise him some uh, new thing. I'd get him. I'd tell him what I was taught, but I tell him what I believe now. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's that's how I think about it in my head right now. But imagine maybe if I have a kid, I realize that doesn't work. <laughs> maybe they only listen to the first thing. I don't know. So that's a stupid answer. Maybe I don't have a kid. Yeah. But like, that's a better question for you. Like, what do you teach? You were raised hardcore Jehovah Witness. Yeah. And what happened? And you, then, ha- you had the kid out of like wedlock. Yeah. To a very Jehovah Witness family. Yeah. Pardon. The, to like your family is like Jehovah Witness, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was like heat for you. That was trouble for you, right? Well, I, I'd already left the religion. Like, okay. I, 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 like you I, have to do it like so officially like in that in, religion? Yeah, in, in that religion, it's like there's no like you can like there's no loosey goosey. There's you no loosey goosey. Yeah, yeah. It's like either you're in it or you're out. <laughs> yeah. Like straight up. Yeah, it calls it's like hard to yeah. like make a choice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you in and you out. <laughs> you're like really I oh can't just- fuck uh just can i come back <laughs> yeah because i i'm like i i like everybody but i just want to do some pussy jokes and they're like no you can't okay <laughs> can't be talking about no pussy shit around here i'm like oh fuck that's so fucking um, funny 
So yeah. So, so you like, were out. You were officially were like, I'm out. I'm out this bitch. Peace. Yeah. yeah so I and left. You yeah, I left when I was like 19. Did you slam a door? And uh, <laughs> no, I kind of just. Um, I just walked. My dad drove me away as we cried. Oh, um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm sorry to ask. <laughs> but then I got drunk. Yeah. Um, it was sick. Bad. But like, um, yeah. So. They kind of just like have cut you off, like if you don't believe the same thing as them. So for my kid, I'm gonna be like, same thing, you know. I'll teach him the stuff that I was taught, but just like, you know, like I'll share certain stories that with him that I learned from the Bible that are good, like moral stories and things like that. Exactly. But I'm just gonna be like, yeah, it's a, it's a guide of how to live a good life, but yeah, it's not facts, you know. It's no, just, yeah. This is just a, it's a starter a pack bit. for humanity. Yeah, know? exactly. This is <laughs> the know? starter pack, and it has all because humans we don't ever remember stats or facts. We remember stories only, and that's the whole point of all religions. Yeah, is besides Buddhism. I don't know if Buddhism even is. Actually, it is. Yeah, all of them. It's a collection of stories and lessons from the stories. Yeah, that's what humans as animals. That's what the fuck we remember is stories. Oh yeah, hundred percent. You know, so I but I feel like it'll be tough to tell my now that I think about what I said earlier. I'd be like, tell them what I learned, and then also tell them how I think now. Yeah. Sounds good on paper, but now that I play it out, I'd be like, <laughs> well, so dad, how old is the Earth? It's like, okay, well, buddy, well, uh, you know, in Islam, in the Quran, it says that it was built in like a week, right? But uh, scientists have carbon dated the plant like 4 billion years, right? So just uh, <laughs> know <laughs> yeah. that some people think it's seven days, <laughs> yeah. you know? Witnesses, I but think it's they, definitely 4 billion years, like 4 billion like plus. They make um, what's it called? They'll be like, one day for God is like, you know, a billion days for us or something like that. It's like Whoa, they're like yeah. they're they rationalize they'll try and find some rationalization. Yeah, like yeah, that. exactly. Like, so then it's like so then when it says pray five times a day, why am I praying five times a day? Yeah. Why isn't it not actually point five? You know what I mean? If yeah. we're if we're li- like intellectual like uh, intellectualizing the metaphors of this thing, oh it's not actual one week. It's one week in the heavenly nebula. If you study science you'll know that you know people you have a favorite are, Bible story? Like uh, like a parable? Yeah, just something that happened in the Bible that you're just like, oh, shit, that's fucked, or like anything like that. You know what? Like, well, for me, it's the Quran. Like, that's what I know. Oh, yeah, true. But the Quran is in Arabic. Okay. And my Arabic wasn't to the point that I, it's an old, it's like Shakespearean English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And you're memorizing it. You No one is teaching you what it means. They're just oh. teaching you your mat, your you're repeating recitation just how to say it not yeah. like oh okay some half the niggas are somalian they don't even speak arabic <laughs> forget <laughs> about uh, the possibility of you recognizing the word it's a different language no attempt to teach meaning oh wow i was in that school you know what i mean yeah but that's like the game it's like in it's like okay uh because it's praise it, people praise memorization mm-hmm. of the quran you know what i mean because it yeah. brings you closer to it. it like it's good for the brand of islam you yeah know? it's good right do you ever hear um the story of Lot? No. That's that's like one of my favorite stories. Because it's just like... Is it from Old Testament? Is it from the Old Testament? I think it's from the Old Testament. Sick. It might be. But it's like... <laughs> just kind of fucked. It's like a really weird story that I like. I never really like grasped my head around. Where it was like... So this dude had like a bunch of kids. Had like a bunch of farm animals. And he's living a nice life. Okay? Yeah. Satan comes. And he's like to God. He's like, yo... I bet that I could c- 
convince this man who's like your most loyal man right now. I bet I could convince him to like denounce your name and like, and God's like, no, no, you can't do that. He, he loves me too much. There's no way he'd denounce me. And then Satan's like, all right, well, how about I do anything that I can? And God's like, all right, you can do everything you can to him, but you just can't kill him. And okay. then and Satan's like, all right, deal. So then Satan fucking kills this guy's whole family, kills his livestock, destroys his whole life, gives him boils. He's on the street. Oh, and yeah. then the boils. Yeah, it gets boils and, you know, he fucking random shit. He has herpes in his eyes. <laughs> he already <laughs> has the herpes, though. Yo, yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. happy about the boils. Now he has yeah. a couple. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's just boils, boils <laughs> over here. Yeah, it's boils over You know, God. Everybody, <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then so he eventually doesn't, you know, denounce God's name. And then Satan's like, all right, you ah, win. You yeah. win. <laughs> you can win. you bring them back? Oh, no, I can't bring them back. <laughs> yeah, and then God's oh. like, he's like, oh, shit. And then. So he doesn't bring the kids back, but he's like, I got you a hot new wife, though. And you, she's going to have even more kids. And then you're going to get 600 cows and 600 sheep <laughs> and 600 things. And he's just like, what? what? You still <laughs> murdered 10 of my my kids. What, what the fuck? I love those I was, children, God. I was a pawn. I don't think you understand. I, I was a pawn in this game. of That's you, the so funny. Uh, I'm like, that's insane. That's the funniest. Thing. Isn't that insane that this is what we're teaching people? <laughs> but, like, but And yeah. that's why you should always love the and, Lord. And I'm like, that's why one thing I think about is like, I'm like, I don't think God would actually do that. You know, if there is a God who's all powerful and stuff, I don't think he would be like, yeah, kill all these innocent kids for so to prove that this one guy is going to love me forever. You know, it's like I, that's not they say in the Bible, like God is love. So, so I'm like, that's come on. That's and then every it. story contradicts it. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's so. like, yeah, it's like people are, you know, it's hard. Some people still haven't heard this, but it's like you. I feel like sometimes you just got to come to terms with the fact that these books were written by men. Yeah. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, I know that's literally might be hard for some people to hear, but it's like, yo. Oh, yeah. These weren't perfect immortal beings look at all of human hit look at all of pre-human history and to think that we were just wise enough three or four thousand years ago to to put together a god coincidentally spoke that's pretty much as soon as they got wise enough to to come up with it uh, like uh complicated corporations they yeah. invented religions <laughs> yeah, as soon exactly. as they got that smart they're like we'll compile all the stories of lore from get all the Rich people were like, bring all the fucking philosophers and everything and compile the stories. We'll yeah. call it the Old Testament or something like that. And like, we'll go push this on like, this is like, a, we're going to go push this for a couple thousand years and it's going to it's gonna be good yeah, for money. It's going to connect. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. everybody gets their own version of it yeah, and they everybody, push it because you can't know, have a monopoly probably, on religion. It was definitely was probably just like, you know, like anything else in life, like comedy, you know, like you see somebody doing something you're like, oh shit, he's making money. Yo, I'm going to start my own shit, you know? It's like... Literally, yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. And it becomes something crazy in the... I wonder all the religions that fell off, too, you know? The ones Dude, that, there's like, probably a thousand we don't even know about. Yeah. That, like, seven people have, and they, and they fucking... Like, real religions, like, with, like, teachings, because in the U.S. there's a lot of fake bullshit for people trying to... You know what I mean? Like, this fucking garage is a religion or whatever. Yeah. You know, that kind of shit. But, like, real religions, man? And, like, because every religion has, like... Even in the in the Christian church, it's like, 
you have like Protestant, Catholic, and then it like Christianity breaks down it in those where yeah. it's like uh, what is like it called? Baptist, like Southern Baptist, yeah, or like Greek Anglo-Saxon, yeah, and it's like uh, what is what is it when it's regular versus non-regular? <laughs> yeah, there's a term for it. Uh, I have no clue. Like orthodox. Oh yeah, orthodox. Yeah, or non. I don't know if there's a non-orthodox. Yeah. I don't know if that's. A, I don't know if I'm even in, like using it correctly there. But there's so many different things. Everyone is a different thing. Yeah. I don't even know. So it's like they're all kind of. And their every own. single one's like we're right. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, come on. Not not everybody can't be the right one. Bro, you know when I realized it is when I went to. I was raised in London, Ontario. Has like a very like has a, a big Arab uh, community, and when you're in the mosque and you're you're among that, you're in that mindset. It's like a cloud of like assumptions of knowledge and shit like that. Yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, when I went to university, first year I went to Waterloo, and I'm with a lot of international students and kids from everywhere. Engineering class, obviously, it's fucking a bunch of brown and Asian and like kids from all over. And uh, so many of them were different religions, and everybody literally thought theirs was. They were raised to think theirs is right. Like definitely, they're the right ones. Yeah. And now I had it, like undeniably. Like in London, it was either white kids or Muslims. I wasn't hanging. I didn't have a Jew, a bunch of Jewish friends. I didn't have a bunch yeah. of fucking, um, uh, like, uh, you know, Jehovah's Witness friends. I, it was just Muslims or white people kind of thing. Yeah. Now it's like yo. Hindi uh, or Hindu, like, or all these things. And everyone's like, they, and some people, I have like aggressively like Mormon friends too. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Like, I'm like, holy fuck, everybody like thinks theirs is the one. And now I realize how ridiculous it is because I think mine is the one. Yeah. I'm still at that point where I'm sure mine is the one. Yeah. And, and now it was crazy. It's like, when, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I remember too, like, when I first left the religion too, how I like, I thought when I left, I thought that i was doing a bad thing and i was just like content with it you know i was like i was like all right i'm never gonna go to heaven and um but same same that's, same that's what life's gonna be like yeah. and blah, blah blah like it took me years to like get out of my head and i'm like wait i'm not a bad person because i don't want to fucking just go to this building every single week and you know like i'm leaving the organization else. i'm leaving yeah. this organization and it has it's it's got such a this uh culture of like looking down uh, bro, one time I fucking uh, well, like I said this before, like, and this is crazy how Muslim I was, but like that when I was coming up, like the idea of you becoming non-Muslim, you'll get killed. Yeah, that's like a death sentence. And I'm talking about, I'm like, I don't even know what's gonna happen in London. And I grew up with a chick, uh, the Somalian chick who had a hijab on and everything, and she was like very like, uh, she was like a feminist before it was hot. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. she was outright fucking pushing it, and. Eventually, she took her hijab off, and I remember just disassociating with her because I literally thought, like, doom is about to rain upon her. Yeah. Like, I'm going to get hit by lightning if I'm near her yeah. or some shit like that. She took her hijab off? Oh, fuck. You know, like, yeah. that's how in it I was, and I disassociated myself. Oh, 100%. And then now I look back like, holy fuck, you know, like, that's how, because they scare you into not questioning anything. 100%. It's like, believe the book as it's written. Oh yeah. Oh, can I've I make my own assumptions? No, no. I've ran into a yeah, same thing. Like a few people who are like, who've used to been in like my kingdom halls, like in my congregations and stuff. Yeah. And like sick names, better than a mosque. My kingdom <laughs> hall. My kingdom hall. <laughs> I see them on the street, and like you know, you don't see somebody for years, and you like you're like you're just shocked, and you're like happy to see them. And you're like, oh shit, what's up? And then 
they would not have the same reaction. They'd just be like, oh, uh, uh, and like they like run away, like, hey, uh, yeah, I can't talk. And like, they got to leave. Like, they're like, ter- God like, is terrified. literally watching right now. They're watching right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, if yeah. I God is watching, you- God is watching. <laughs> but I also just hated how pushy it was, too. You know, it's just too pushy. Like, having to go, like, going door to door. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Like, Jehovah's Witness, people, you, I couldn't make it through some shit like Muslims, that. Muslims, you just have, have to pray five times a day. So, and for play Muslims, it cool, pray five times a day. Because, like, in the Jehovah's Witness, um, thing religion it was like they're like what Jesus was doing was he was always spreading the word of God he was trying to get more followers and stuff like that you know so it was trying like the blue check was the Muslim like that at all like were they trying to get bring people into the church as yeah well, or like, every one of them has yeah. a huge recruitment vibe and strategy to it okay yeah no I'll, yeah it's like it'll be like no great hey the man who makes a man convert into Islam is the man who never has sin again, or, you know, or something yeah. like that. I don't know, but like, you know what I mean? But there's constant, it's built into it like a corporation, like just constant efforts of recruitment, pushing for zakah, which is like pay your, and they say, they say 7% of what you make. Is yeah, suggested. yeah, you should donate. Pay yeah, 7% yeah. and do all these things and be involved in all this stuff. It's just Bruh. part of a membership and a corporation. Is 7% it? If you not realize your whole life, yeah. Imagine you saved that and like invested that much, like yeah, you, like, you put your kids through college. Yeah. Like, oh my god. And and they're gonna keep asking you. The mosque or the church, they're all the same. They all want to extend the parking lot. They all want to build a new floor. They all want to uh, open a playground for the school. Yeah. They all want to do you this need shit. Mo- you that, need money for the convention for the, that's coming yeah, up. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know. And where's assembly. the playground? It's been three years. You've been asking <laughs> every week for donation. Where's the nothing? What? You have a fucking yellow sled. Like you made three million dollars. You know. They're like, yeah, we're that's being put towards the library fund. That's gonna be fucking announced in one week. <laughs> oh my fuck. You know, it never ends, right? It's insane. And I'm like, oh, this is just a business. Yeah, and now and I and I didn't want to accept that. I saw everything, but I, I used to have thoughts when I was like when I was sixteen, seventeen. I'd have thoughts like this, and I would literally be like, "Oh, oh, you can't think that. You can't think that." Yeah, yeah. And I would blo- and I would stop that thought. Yeah. And I'd just be like, "Oh, fuck it, let's play Super Smash or whatever." You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know what was crazy? What I used to do is like, um, cause you know, you're told to like pray every every day, multiple times a day, stuff too, like Jehovah's Witnesses as well the same it's not like there's no set number but they're like you should at least pray you know yeah once or twice a day or something like that you know yeah pray as much as possible kind of thing <laughs> have a good pray relationship with god yeah and um, pray as much as you so can. i like knew i wanted to leave by the time i was like 14 or 15 kind of and then so i was just like i'm like if i keep praying my relationship will got to be too much and I won't be able to leave. So like, I'm just going to have to stop praying. And like, <laughs> I didn't pray for like, maybe like 10 years. I like, I didn't, didn't pray or like say anything like that. From like 14 to 24. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Probably. You fake the prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but I would still have to. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I imagine that you're with people. No, they just yeah, yeah. say pray by yourself. Kind of yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Got it, yeah. Got it, got it, got it. But yeah, if I did have to be with people, though, that would be the only time. where. Yeah. I'd you'd pray, never like, be like, no, I'm not praying right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would never say that. Oh, no, no. Ever. That'd be fucked. Ever. Yeah. That's the worst, too. Did you have you ever had to pray I, for people? Yeah. Oh, and, and, and that's the standard in, in, in Islam. You get for every additional person that is praying with you, you get more deeds. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it it like it makes it kind of forces community in a collective. And That's one of those things that has a good vibe to are it. Are the prayers is it is it like the memorized one? Is it one single one or do you have to freestyle it? Oh, these are all memorized. 
Oh. Yeah, you say every, like, every surah is memorized. Okay. The prayers, you say uh, one, um, like, big verse or section of uh, the Quran, a surah. And then you say another. And then you go down. And each prayer has between two to four of these, like, sets of going down and going back up. Oh, okay, it's called okay. the raqah, right? Yeah. So in each one, you would say the first standard surah, surah al-Fatiha, and then whatever surah you want, like after that. Oh wow! So you get, and then for if if it's three or four, those ones you only do the first one at the beginning. You go down, and you do it silently, right? But it's like you're you're always saying it, a memorized thing, but you have your options of what the whole Quran is full of surahs, mm. so you have your choice of what you can say. Okay, but okay. It, it comes from a memorized place. You're not saying, oh, you know, thanks for the meal, God. And you're not saying the Arabic version of, we thank you for your bounty. And you're just bought like, yeah, it's all like a surah, like okay, a specific, okay. like, you know what I mean? Like, like Matthew 420, he, he ran onto him and then he this. You know? Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 yeah I remember um, there was a, like I had a Bible study that I had to do when I was probably like 17 or 18. And um, there was this kid who I'd meet up with who I, we would, like, read over some, like, religious publication and then, like, study it. And, like, we'd talk for, like, 45 minutes or an hour or some shit. Yeah. And I had to, like, run this. And, like, I already knew I wanted to leave this religion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so – and I could tell this kid didn't want to do it either. It's, like, his fucking mom's, like, forced yeah. him to do this shit. So we would just sit in, like, this living room and, like, both just fucking – force ourselves to do this shit that we didn't want to but i just remember that was the only time i'd ever have to pray out loud and i'd have to pray for him and like for me and they're just like the shittest fucking prayers <laughs> we'd just be there and be like all right i guess we should uh start this um uh hello there uh lord and savior i just want to say thank you for um Letting me have an easy bike ride over here to um, Terrence's house and letting his mother um, bless me with the honor of teaching him your word. And if we can find a communal love between I and him, then thou shall be ever enlightened. So... In conclusion, I would say, love thy neighbor. This I ask in Jesus' name, amen. And he's going to be like, you for sure like should not be here right now. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, like, Please don't tell your mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not qualified for this yeah. at all. I'm pretty sure that prayer didn't count. That that's was so funny. That's a negative prayer. Well, right what are there. the number requirements for Jehovah's Witness? Like, like door-to-door numbers. Is there, is there a number? There, there's no requirement like but they keep track of it those are leads for you guys yeah <laughs> exactly so you'll go door to door and like if you get somebody um there you'll like if someone's home and they said they're not interested then you just like cross them off the list or if they take the magazines and you're like all right that'll be a return call so like you're gonna come back to this person or um if it, you get to a house randomly every now and then you'll find somebody who like used to be a jehovah's witness yeah and they'll be like um disfellowshipped and then that means woo. Okay. Bye. Don't touch. Yeah. That's basically them saying they have fucking COVID or some shit. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Have you like? uh, Have you done this a lot, door to door? Oh yeah, I did my whole life. Okay, so who is if you the the demographic Mm -hmm. that not as most likely to let you in, but the most likely to be turned or most likely to be like, huh? Oh, like, 
Um, <laughs> who's who lets you in and also is like, ah, oh, hmm, I didn't. Wow, huh? The, really? I, I actually never even the, knew that. It's like, kind of all over the map. Has that ever happened? Like, oh yeah, yeah. There's like there's some people who are just like you know like they're just interested, like want to talk. They like talking about God or something like that, you know. Mm. So like they don't really want to convert, but gotcha. they just want to like talk Have this about conversation. It. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. you know. Okay. And so like they just want they're interested in it. Interesting. But um. There's no, like, I grew up in Brampton, so there's, like, you know, all the people, it was, like, it was black, like, nah, Indian, we, and white, yeah. and, like, everybody. We already got like, one, bro, of, we already got one. <laughs> yeah, mostly the white people didn't really want to hear from you. I feel like it was, it'd be, like, more ethnic people or, like, you know, sometimes Indians, oh. a lot of Indians would like to just, like, you know, talk about God and talk about different things like that. Interesting. But, um. Wow. Yeah, if was, you knock on whack, though, man. That's, that's the crazy thing, too, is, like, <laughs> every single fucking door I went to, I was terrified. I bet, Bro, yeah. every door. It wasn't like any time. Like, it wasn't like anything that I ever got used to, you know? Like but to like, stumble or to be attacked or to be like rejected or like... All, all of the above. Do- I'm afraid of dogs. <laughs> I don't want fucking dogs to be coming up to the door. Yeah. I don't want like, yeah, somebody to kidnap me. <laughs> I don't like, you know, or just somebody yelling at... Like, I remember being a kid like eight years old and this lady snapping on me, bro. And you went alone Snap. to the door? It was me and my, I was like eight and my, or I was maybe like, maybe I was like 10 and my friend was 12 and my dad was with us, but he was like, you could, let me see if you guys can do this door on your own or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And so my dad like stood back, stood <laughs> back around, <laughs> he stood back around the garage, like out of sight. And then we like, I, I'm a great father. <laughs> <laughs> we knock on the door and um, we're like, hi there. Um, we just have the watchtower and we just want to know, we have a question. Do you think that there will ever be peace in the world? She's like, you fucking Jehovah's Witnesses. You're coming to my goddamn door Saturday. You know, this is my only fucking day off. Do you know that's my day off? And you guys come here and you spew this fucking bullshit. I don't give a fuck, all right? Look out of my fucking property. We're like, okay, okay. <laughs> we like walk back down the fucking driveway and around the corner and see my dad my dad's dying of laughter he's like ha, ha, ha. yeah that'll happen uh, your first scream <laughs> uh, i remember the first time i got yelled at yes uh you guys are growing up and then he like took us for tim hortons <laughs> that's the most canadian jehovah witness experience ever and yeah. we got timbits it was it wasn't bad after. yeah <laughs> yeah that's like, amazing that's a gr- so the do you do the jehovah witness like relish like being like, oh, I got a lot of yellers today. You know what I mean? Or no. do they? They're just no, they're people. Not. That shit takes a toll, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Most people are nice. That's only happened to me like once. Like, the most rude people ever are like on a regular basis is just like, you know, they just won't open the door or something. You know, they'll oh, look yeah. through the they'll side look, and they're yeah, like, yeah. no, no. You have it's a book like, in your hand, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, two magazines or like the Bible or some shit. You know, I'll never and, open like, the door. <laughs> the Bible. And sometimes it's so hot too, man. The yeah. fucking summertime in a suit, walking around with a fucking briefcase. Then you see somebody you go to school with, and they're like, "Chris, why the fuck do you have a briefcase on eleven o'clock in the morning? Like <laughs> yeah. you're a fucking tax collector or some shit? Like oh, what are you like, doing? Yeah, you're not. I'm not actually here right now. Oh, one of the you worst. Run away. <laughs> one of the worst. I remember going to this this one house and um, like knocking on the door, and then. The girl who opened the door was like the hottest girl in my class. Yeah. And I was oh. just like, oh, no. Just standing there in a fucking suit with a clip on tie. Oh, oh my, my God. God. And she's like, Chris, what are you? 
what are you doing here? And like, we weren't even friends or anything either, you know? So that's what made it even weirder. You weren't even on the radar. Yeah. yeah. Just, she's like, Chris, what the fuck? What are you, why are you here dressed like this? And I'm like, uh, can I can I talk to your dad? <laughs> she's like, oh. uh, okay. She calls her dad. He's like, nah, I don't want to hear this fucking bullshit. Close the door. I'm like, oh, God. Just so embarrassed. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> oh, God. That's the biggest nightmare, man. That's fucking hilarious. That's like a movie scene right there. Yeah, it's Dude. brutal. So, is it required for heaven to get into heaven? You have to do that. You have to. If you're drove, what are the numbers? You have to go. Um, you got to make the attempt. Like, there's no make numbers, but you, day, but you have to. Like, I think they they want you to average like ten hours. They want that. They want it in the hours mostly per week. Yeah, yeah, ten hours a week. And how do people usually knock it out? Like in two hour sessions or like six yeah, hours basically. on Saturday? So I would do like <laughs> two hours on, usually two hours every Saturday, kind of. Damn. So sometimes I wouldn't make ten. I would usually like eight. Yeah. But like sometimes it'd get ten hours or or sometimes we'd have to go secret. for like, we'd go for an hour after the meetings, and there was a lot too. We have to go, bro. Like when I was growing up, I think it's shorter now, but this is how it used to be. So Monday night. We'd have family study. That was just me and my family. We'd sit together yeah. and we would uh, read some fucking Jehovah's Witness book. Yeah. Tuesday night, we'd have book study. So that meant like 10 or 15 other Jehovah's Witnesses would come to our house and we'd study another book together and read the Bible and shit. But good food, I bet, though. No food. Oh, that's a nightmare. Continue. No food. People <laughs> just come over. You dress up. You make a circle in the oh. living room. Oh, it's truly horrific. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, <And> continue. <laughs> <laughs> then Thursday, that's a regular meeting. Yeah. And then so that's like an hour, 45-minute meeting. Yeah. And then um, then Saturday, you got to do two hours of door-to-door. And then Sunday was like the Sunday service, which is like a two-hour service. So, yeah. Bro, these are like... Professional sports like practice, practicing <laughs> yeah. hours. You oh, know what man. I mean? Like I know, like when I think about all the time that I could have had, you could have like, been anything by now. Oh, hundred percent, any, anything. <laughs> could have been Duncan. Fucking, you skateboarded here. You could have been fucking the Burton guy. Bro, by now. if I put all that energy into something that I actually wanted to do, like, fuck. But you had to have that. All those like those humiliating moments and shit. Give you that anguish that make you want to go to the stage. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So maybe it's like. And one thing that I yeah. definitely will always like, you know, one thing I was happy about it is that they promoted like, um, like public speaking and things like that. So I was doing talks, like not talks, but like we do Bible study or like Bible reading sometimes. Yeah. And so I was doing that from like when I was like seven years old. I'd be like in front of like a hundred people, just like reading parts of the Bible and like. You know, my dad's a good public speaker, so he told me how to, like, emphasize certain words and oh. things like that. And then as I got older, I started, you know, you start doing talks that are about, like, you actually have to give your point of view. And so I'd, like, try and make it funny and things like that. So, like, that was kind of my introduction into... In the church. Yeah, yeah. Dude, you know what's hilarious, man? You take in a lot of, like, great black activists, pretty much. The exact same thing. I just watched a Sam Cooke documentary. Oh yeah, Sam Cooke started the killing in the church. Of Sam Cooke, that one. Uh, no, it's called. Uh, it, it might be called that. It's oh, like okay. a recent one on Netflix. Oh, word. Uh, it's fucking. It's terrific. I didn't realize he was that much of an activist. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he started out in the church pretty much, and then went into like, because the music back then was like, oh, I lost my baby today. It's like yeah, not yeah. addressing any of the real problems in the states. Yeah. My baby went home, and I'm sad to see her go. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And then. And then he started coming, and he's like, a change is going to come. Like, 
I yeah. like get no I think that's love. The, like I think that, that's the same one, right? As he or the, the documentary is like the two killings of Sam Cooke. Well, they show how we get. Oh, the two kill. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. And now I'm just finished his book called uh, "The Fire Next Time" by James Baldwin. Mm-hmm. All right. James oh Baldwin. yeah, I want to. I want to get some of his stuff. Yeah, bro. I'm just. I'm literally in the middle of a documentary right now when you came. Yeah. He's fucking. He's sick. He's not. He's like a. He did his. He affected his change through his like writing. Mm. And like you know, he was like a very prolific writer, but um, he started out in the church too. Mm-hmm. He started out as a like a preacher's son, and then had a was better at it. Yeah, and he saw in the church, he saw all the money coming into the church and how it was actually being spent. Mm-hmm. He saw that all the people involved with the church were just shit talking other people involved with the church, and like they weren't any truly holier than anybody else they were preaching to. Oh, 100%. that it was just the same shit. That this is just a business. This this collection plate for God is going to a Cadillac for the preacher, and like yeah. he came from that. So it's like when you, I feel like when you're like deep in that institution of religion. Sometimes like and you're honest about what you see. That's what it is. A lot yeah. that's really what it comes down to. A lot of people just uh, it's difficult for them to be honest about what they're seeing. And I, it was for me for a very long time mm-hmm. until oh, yeah. Yeah, until same. It eventually was like, "Oh, okay, this is come on." And I wouldn't have been able to even come to that realization if I like didn't have a love for stand up. It was like my love for stand up, like if I didn't have that to pursue, then I don't even know if I like ever would have left, you know. But it was like I just loved it so much that I'm like, I have to do this. Like, there's no choice. It, because it, this is, I'm the same way, bro. Yeah. So I went from Muslim to engineer to comedian. I always needed a thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because like they built a system of a thing into us. Like, I feel like with this life, or maybe this is just natural. I don't know. But like how you had religion, it was it took such a huge part of your life because we didn't have diversified lives where we were canoeing one day and yeah. reading books together and, and and going for walks and visiting this. You know, yeah. it was like militant involvement with a thing. Mm-hmm. So we so we're like built for like I need what is my thing now? You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after I was like Muslim, I was like school. I'm a student. Uh, that was my conf- my period where I was like it was. It, the everything was crumbling mm. you know what i mean that whole world that i had known like to be my only reality yeah was just now just falling apart kind of thing you know what i mean like i'm just like okay the earth can't be seven days old come on <laughs> you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. okay let's talk about this to yourself <laughs> let's have this conversation uh, or, or something of that kind of like nature right yeah but uh but yeah, but then after I went into comedy, I fuck engineering. I always hated engineering, but I just didn't know what the fuck. But I was always obsessed with. I was watching comedy every day, and like, bro, I was the same. I was, I was like the MC for. They were like grade eight. They're like, okay, you're gonna be the MC for the graduation. I MC. Nice. I wrote jokes. I didn't even know it yet, right? Did it go well? It went well. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it went well. In fucking. <laughs> in, <laughs> that'd be so funny. Like in your. <laughs> walk, walk, walk. Yeah, no, no. But if it's going good, you just <laughs> look over at your teacher. They're laughing now, bitch. <laughs> oh yeah. They're right. laughing now. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> That's the same. The same teacher who told Biggie he would never mount to nothing. <laughs> She's just watching the music video at her house, just pissed off. 
<laughs> Yo, but man, we're coming out of an hour twenty minutes, man. This oh fucking, shit! That's I usually go for like an hour, hour ten, man. This oh wow, yeah, like this is flying by. Easy, bro. Yeah, this is Yo, sick. let's land it. I know you actually. A lot of my guests right now are, uh, you know, like really hit by the shit. But I know you're at the cusp of the stand up coming out. So where are you gonna be? Do you have dates or are you doing? No, any, I don't have any dates. Are really you doing uh, the protest like show again? Doing some like, um, I got some like private gigs that I might be doing and stuff like that. Yeah, so you won't even find out about those. So don't, even, don't even worry <laughs> oh, but, about those. But there's a there's like a speakeasy gig that we got the the lineup that we did. I did the one. I did one. That's yesterday. the one with Big Norm picture. Yeah, right? Big Norm yeah, and, and Keith. Yeah, and uh, so I was on it last week, and um, I'll I might do some some other ones. I'm not sure, but um, so I, yeah, you can you can follow me on Instagram and then just but see yo, what I'm posting on there. But my comedy album's out, so exactly you, know, you can listen to that shit and um the third or. Not third. It's like I think it's like the fifth season of the Gale Pyle series. It's like this web series on on CBC, and um, I'm in that in the fifth season. So that's going to be coming out. I think pretty soon, relatively soon. Fuck I don't know. Yeah. I don't have a date yet, but they they're telling me it's going to be coming out soon. And you got Boys season two, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it'll be yeah, the first episode cup. of uh, yeah. season two for Boys. There you go. That's Check that sick. out. Season two. Yeah, catch me in my my couple clips. That's so fucking sick. You shoot. No, no, oh. I don't shoot. But what's sick though is, is like, it was like my first big, you know, kind of like it's only like a tiny bit part, you know. Yeah. But it was yeah. like my first like big production that I got to be on, kind of thing. Yeah. And we filmed at my first job at Wildwater Kingdom, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like home turf. Huh? It's like yeah. yeah. It's, uh, Dude, that's fucking sick, man. Yeah, like yeah man. I'm, I'm in episode eight of that thing, too. Sick, I'm sick. just no lines, just a servant who brings a fucking fresca. Oh, nice. <laughs> do a product placement and get the fuck out of there. But I'm looking forward to that shit, man. Of course, man. I'm excited, man. That's that's also my first thing that's like... And it's uh, cool when you like... you Because you have to go for a fitting. Because the set was big. Did you go for a fitting and stuff? Oh, at the huge yeah, at the huge thing. lot. Yeah. And you're like, damn, damn, this is huge. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, just come to this uh, room here. And you're walking through hallways and hallways. But I hate how it's and just papers. That'll be like, the boys. But it's a nice, the boys logo, but printed out on a printer. <laughs> boys, <laughs> yeah. wardrobe to the left. And you're just walking past yeah. all these offices. And it's like, executive producer here. This rear. You're like, man, this is fucking You realize sick. how corporate a show really is. Yeah. And there's a huge administrative effort behind the scenes. Yeah. yeah. And then in the, uh, I remember in the wardrobe, it's like a warehouse. Oh, it was sick. High up too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm like, I've never seen anything like this. Dude. And Brent, plug your track too. Oh yeah. Yeah. This um, guy's also a fucking dope rapper. Yeah. So I rap Legitimately talented too. Not just like, and he's got a dope track. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. It's called um, Bonsai Trees. And uh, it's under Logan Lee. That's the rap name. Oh, well, yeah, Logan which is Lee. sick. Follow, that, you need follow that. that on Spotify and shit. I got another track. I just shot a music video with Conrad. And, yeah, um, he was saying. He was saying. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to drop that soon, too. And probably got a, maybe one or two other tracks I might drop. Though that's fucking but, sick. Uh, so you dropped the track and the music video together? Uh, For the last song, I only dropped the song. Yeah. And then for the next one, I'm going to drop the music video and the song at the same time. Hell, yeah. Do you know the name yet? Yeah, it's Bonsai Trees. Oh, that one's Bonsai Trees. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Oh, wait. What did I say? This you one? said Bonsai Tree. for The f- the first one wasn't Bonsai Tree. Oh, no. The first one is... um. Fuck. What is it called? I, I, it's fucking dope. Good. But yeah, yeah. Search I'll, Logan Lee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's so the only fucking it song. Is, yeah, Pumba. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's called. It's called Pumba. Pumba. Okay. Yeah, but okay, the second go, track that I'm going to drop is called Bonsai Trees. But. Dude, that's sick. Yeah. Well, look out for that, man. If it, it, uh, It'll line up. I'll probably drop it on the page. I'll re tag it. Yeah. Bro, that's sick. I want And Conrad's going to be in the podcast. Oh, tough. 
Uh, or sorry, in the music video. So I'm looking he's forward to it. that. I don't know if he oh, he shot it? it? Yeah, oh, yeah. I th- he told me he was acting in it. I just talked to the guy yesterday. Acting in it? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> that'd be so funny. He like shot a bunch of clips of himself after <laughs> after we shot That's everything. That's hilarious. <laughs> he's yeah. like, yeah, I cut it together. It's all just him he's actually just lying. rapping. Yeah. <laughs> he's not in it at all. <laughs> Okay, I was living with That's the guy, so but funny. that's funny. But yeah, from my end, uh, just uh, as always, I appreciate you listening. Uh, Apple and Spotify listeners, click that follow, subscribe, all that shit I said at the beginning. Check out the YouTube, full episodes on the YouTube. You guys are the best. Leave a comment, say something nice. Be uh, be easy, man. Just chill. Yo, appreciate you coming on, Chris. Come Thank back you, on, homie. bro. This is sick. Hell yeah, man. Peace. <laughs>